Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 527 of the Juice Box Podcast. Nicole is on the show today. She is the mother of a young man with type 1 diabetes. We talk about a number of things, not the least of which is how to get her son to want to pre-bolus his meals. I think you're going to like where this goes. I had a lot of fun making this episode. Nicole was absolutely delightful, and I am excited to bring it to you. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're looking for the Diabetes Pro Tip series, they begin at episode 210. You can find a complete list of them at diabetesprotip.com. At that same link, you'll find a list of the defining diabetes episodes as well. This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Please visit Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox to find out more. The show is also sponsored today by Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod Dash, and bringers of the Omnipod Promise, which I'll tell you about a little more later in the show. Learn more today about the Omnipod at Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. You back? Hello. I think I'm back. Are You're you back. here? Yeah. Um, oh, you, there you, we go. You tried to answer it, me. It, can you hear me? I can hear you very clear right now. Awesome. I just have to stand by this door. <laughs> <laughs> you seriously? Yeah. Let me grab a chair. Okay. Thank you. I don't want to think about the whole time that you're standing by the door. <laughs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. I, I No one's ever going to be um, season two, maybe, um, a woman who actually ironically was only a few miles from where I was. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I'm going to do it on my lunch break from work. And I was like, that's fine. You know? And, um, it's summertime and she, she starts talking. I'm like, I'm sorry, there's just so much noise behind you. I don't know what that is. Like, and she's like, describe it. And I was like, it, it sounds like you're in a tornado. And, uh, <laughs> she goes, Oh, I'm in the car. And I have the air conditioner on. I was like, oh, you know, we're going to need to reschedule. Like it, you know, I can't talk to you while is happening behind you the whole time, you know. She goes, no, no, I'll just shut it off. But I was like, but you're in New Jersey, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, it's 96 degrees outside. You can't just shut it off. And she goes, well, I'll just roll the windows down. I like the hot weather. She rolls the windows down and all you can hear are weed whackers. And like, and I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we'll reschedule it. It's okay. And she's like, no. And she rolled the windows up. And in the entire time I'm talking to her, I was like, I'm going to get arrested. Like people who leave their dogs at the, <laughs> the you know, at the grocery <laughs> store for five seconds. I'm like, someone's going to come and get me. You, go, you let that lady sit in a sealed car on a hot day to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> but it worked out. So yeah, you don't have it. Well, bed. that'd be like me going outside in 30 degree weather. <laughs> right. Where are you at right now? We are recording, by the way. So now is not the time to tell me anything weird sexually that you do or anything like that. So oh, okay. um, <laughs> where are you? Where, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say. You know what I mean? Like, 
So uh, I live in or close to Whitefish, Montana, which is like northwest, uh, just outside of Glacier Park. Oh, no wonder you have a crappy signal. You live on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> Montana is one of the places that I dream that one day I will go live in that I know I never will go live in. And I understand that if I showed up <laughs> there, everyone would look at me side-eyed and be like, this isn't going to last. But... <laughs> Yeah. Born and raised? Yeah. Uh, No, my husband is, but um, I've wanted to live here since I was little. Yeah. So I moved here about 20 years ago. It seems beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. There are listeners who send me pictures of places they think I should move to, and they're all like, I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone should live here or here or here. There's this place in Utah. I don't remember the name of it, but... Someone sent me like a link to the like the Commonwealth, and I looked at it. And I was like, "Why does everyone not live here?" You know, like mm-hmm. just gorgeous. I'm sure the same for you. So, do you live like? Are there? I know this isn't what you thought we were going to be on the show for, but are there? Are there like little towns or cities, or what's it like there? So yeah, we the Flathead Valley is right outside of Glacier Park, and there's like um, one, two, three, four smaller towns, um, and I live. 12 miles north of one of the smaller towns, Whitefish, um, in a teeny weeny little town. (laughs) We have a bar and a post office and we used to have a store, but we don't any longer. What were you doing Uh, with it? Meaning, Oh, look at the pictures. When you type the words glacier park into the Google machine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's really beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. All right. I mean, that's worth not having a store, but not for nothing, but where do you get stuff from? Uh, we just come to town. Gotcha. You know, wow. Yeah. I work a mile or half a mile down the road from a grocery store. It's fine. It's <laughs> Two fine. of them actually. <laughs> Is there like, I'm sorry, I'll get off this in a second, but when you live in a small okay. town like that, do you just, how do you, what do you do for work? So I just, I just drive to work. It's like 20 minutes. Half an hour. No, but I, I drive mean, to town. But I mean, like, is everyone in a like a service industry, or like, are there businesses there? Like, how do you do that? Well, um, I did used to work at the bar that's down the road from our house. <laughs> uh, I work at I uh, work at a glass shop. We sell windows and doors and things like that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of work from home things. There's we have a huge tourist industry here, huge. So. Yeah, there's the big mountain, ski mountain, and, you know, all the restaurants and gotcha. shops and you name it. All right, no. we, have, we have all the same things you do. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> IBM doesn't have an office there or something like that. No, no not right. so much. <laughs> now, let's now take the shine off of it. How cold okay. does it get in winter? Um, typically, we sit around 20, 30 degrees, but, you know, we have our spurts of 20 below and you know, at night or with the wind chill, sometimes 30 below, but it's not so bad on the other side of the mountains on the east side of Montana, they get really cold. Yeah. Cause 20 below is not really cold. So uh, yeah, you just, you just took it from me completely. I'll I'll (laughs) never come there and I don't care. Okay. Now (laughs) are there bears by any chance? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Have you ever run from a bear? Mm, No, I have not. No. What would you, what, what do you do if you see a bear? Uh, you, uh, try to not look it in the eyes, you know, j- assess the scenario. Are they, do they look aggravated? Is there cubs anywhere? Um, you try to back away from it without looking at it and being aggressive. 
Wow. Did you and know? use bear spray and gun? <laughs> you almost to a T described how I deal with my wife when she's upset. Yeah, yeah. I have the same thing with the husband. <laughs> I feel like if I said to you, what do I do if my wife's really upset? Let's say I said I was going to put up Christmas decorations, and I didn't. And then I, I walked into the room. I would not make eye contact. I'd back away slowly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just the the regular way to not get into a fight with somebody that wants to kill you. Gotcha. Well, if only all husbands were like you, Scott. <laughs> you know, would you write that on a short note, and I'll give you an address mm-hmm. to send it to? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll right. make a T-shirt. Thank you. Please tell me why you're on the show today. So you were looking for ideas um, on Facebook, and um, I said I'd be game to talk about teens and not wanting to do diabetes. Uh, I remember. Not really in the game of giving a crap. <laughs> gotcha. So are we using your name, or are we going to sure. keep... What about the kid? We'll keep this a kid? Sure. Or what do you want No, to- his name is Briar. Okay. And... Um- he is 14. <laughs> Almost 15. He'll be 15 soon. How long has he had type 1 diabetes? Uh, six and a half years. Six and a half years. I just realized I don't think we've said your name yet. My name's Nicole. Okay, Nicole. Sorry. I just, right away when you were in Montana, I was like, oh, let's forget this diabetes stuff and talk about the place where I want to go, but I don't really want to go. <laughs> oh, you want to come here. No, I, I, I believe that I do, but I, I feel like I would like to be there in the spring and mm, I, no when do summer I, summer okay is it mm-hmm. still cold in the spring uh we have snow usually through may or until may oh my God. and you, then june it just rains so i want to get in there in july and how long yes. is summer six weeks what do i have summer likes to last through almost through september all right i'll come in august then and it won't be yes. crazy hot or it will be uh, some one August we had a hundred degrees. I think the entire August. You live in a wasteland. Is it ever nice there? <laughs> no, it's beautiful. You just jump in a lake. A lake? I can't do that. I'm from the east oh, coast. Yeah. I'll get an amoeba in my brain. It'll kill me or something. Mm-mm. You sure? No, nope. our water is crystal clear. All right, all right. I'm gonna believe you. I'm gonna write down Montana. August. You can come. Yeah, August. you come stay with me. And talk to Briar about doing diabetes. <laughs> you put me up. I'll fix that kid up. Two seconds. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, the next time people are allowed to travel, I'm going to think about Montana. Uh, am I going to run into a bunch of people like me? A bunch of idiots that are just want to pretend they're going to live there? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I don't need more of me. I need less of me. <laughs> All right. So this Briar kid, it's been a problem for you. He was diagnosed around eight years old, it sounds like. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And how did it go in the beginning? Um, it went really well. For a while, we did MDI and just finger checks. Um, he was in DKA when we found out because we didn't know any of the symptoms or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I took him to the doctor because he had been sleeping all the time, super lethargic. You know, typical drinking tons of water, wetting the bed. Um, So I took him in thinking maybe he had mono. And the nurse, fortunately, that we saw, she looked at him. She said, he has diabetes. (laughs) And I said, what? She says, I need him to go pee in a cup. Um, She said, I wouldn't tell you this. I'm not supposed to, but I have diabetes. And I'm really glad you guys got in here. Wow. So, yeah, she said, yep, he's got sugar in his urine. Um, We need to 
check it, you know, finger check him. And they came in and said, yep, he's got type one diabetes and tears almost hit the other wall in the doctor's office. You know, they shot out of my eyes. I thought he was a little overweight then. I mean, just barely a little bit. And I thought, oh man, I gave this to him, you know, like the type two thing with, you know, most overweight people and those sorts of things. You thought you sugared him up with some bad food or something like that? Yep. Well, in yep, fairness to you, I'm assuming the only food that can be shipped in has to have preservatives in it. You're either eating something <laughs> that was just shot or something in a box, right? Oh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No. You're not growing a potato <laughs> there or anything like that, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So. All right. You basically live in a wagon, but people stopped mm-hmm. be- because the yeah. lake was pretty. And they're like, we should live here. I can kill yes. a bear. That's that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, can you imagine that people just wouldn't keep moving? They'd be like, that's pretty. I want to find the uh-huh. water. I would have kept going by then. If I made it to Montana, I would have got to California. Uh-huh. You don't think so? Oh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Wagons, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about like like wagon trains. <laughs> yeah. I, we actually, Lewis and Clark went like right through here. And they didn't stop. They wanted the gold. Uh, no. They went, Um. yeah, they kept going to the East or the West Coast. Yeah, Sorry. They were looking for money. Yeah, you uh, should see the mountain they passed over. Like, do you look at it and think it's not possible for someone to get over that with a horse and a wagon? Mm -mm. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, I think how cold was it? Even in the summer times, it gets down, you know, 40, 30 degrees at night. How did they do it? I don't get it. (laughs) I got to tell you, Nicole, if you took me a half a mile from my house on a night that was, let's say, 26 degrees, no wind, and spun me in a circle really fast, and I didn't know where I was at, I'd start to cry in like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, i want to go home to take me home <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> so in the, in the beginning uh you find a great nurse which is excellent and he's probably yeah. saves you a ton of hassle and, and trials and tribulations he's diagnosed pretty quickly um you're managing just injections and a meter not no cgm or anything like that we were then yeah we went you know straight to the er and into the icu for days mm-hmm. um they called in a nurse who had a son who had diabetes also for the three days we were there, which was wonderful. Um, we overwhelmed her with questions, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we got some training, uh, went home and and did our things. Actually, we didn't even go home. We had a little camping trip planned that weekend, and I brought him into the doctor thinking nothing of it. And we missed out on our little camping trip. So we went straight to our camper when we got out of the hospital. And our friends stuck around and waited for us to come back, which it was wonderful. I don't mean to derail the trip, but why, if you live in Montana, do you have to derail the conversation? Excuse me, but why do you have to go camping if you live in Montana? Wouldn't that be like me renting a house up the street? (laughs) Uh, Well, kind of. I don't because it's beautiful and you're not sitting in front of a TV, you know, at night. You're sitting next to a fire at at a lake or a river or something. Actually, we were camping at my in-laws house. (laughs) <laughs> which is just a couple miles down the road from us, but they have the most beautiful spot ever. So gotcha. So they have more like outdoor property that overlooks things, uh, et cetera, or no. They live right on the river that comes out of the lake. That is, that is right there. Um, it's just a great place for us to all gather and kids love swimming and they float down the river a little ways. And we go pick them up and Any you know, we just have a blast. Snakes, no snakes. What's that? Are there snakes there? Uh, little gardener snakes. Nothing that can kill me. Those over on the east side, usually, and and a little more south, they have rattlesnakes. What? 
All right. See, what are you doing to me? I'm trying. I was about to ask, like, how much could I buy your, like, you know, the the property that you're that you camped on? Like, what would that cost? Not not theirs exactly, but what does property cost out there? Do you have any idea? It's actually pretty expensive. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to find anywhere that you can get power to. Or, I mean, here we can drill wells, so you have that, but you have to get power to them, Hmm. and so that's pretty expensive. But um, I think an acre around here goes uh, between fifty thousand and a hundred thousand. Probably have a, depending. That's just, depending. That's just the. I'm writing this down. Fifty to hundred <laughs> acre. That there's no house on this. Just I'm getting a. On just an acre of land, no. Yeah. But where my where my in laws live, yes, they have a beautiful house. Say I'm buying your in laws' place. Don't tell me exactly their place, but in ballpark. What am I paying for the whole kitten caboodle? It is actually for sale. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I think that they should ask close to a million for it, but they, I think they're more around the 700. 700. Mark. So I got to have a big pile of cash and no need mm-hmm. to work, right? Unless mm-hmm. I, okay. And, and that, a good uh, savings for it to pay your property taxes. <laughs> are the taxes heavy? They can be. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to got their hand out. Nicole, I'm yeah. just trying to live. I'm just kidding. I know. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am fascinated. And yet I'm sure people listening are like, well, now that we've got Scott's, you know, vacation slash uh, retirement questions out of the way, let's find out about Briar being difficult. (laughs) So I'll send you a picture when we're done. Seriously, I would love that. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. So in the beginning, I imagine you're managing him, right? Like, it's not like he's doing anything. Yes. But he was very involved with himself. Like, I think I have probably only given him two shots in this whole time. Um, he did all of that himself, did his own finger pricks and things like that. I do at night for him, yeah. but um, yeah, he mostly, but I made all the decisions. How long was it going along? Okay. And was it going okay? Where, where was the A1C? Were you happy with what it was or was it a struggle? Well, I can't remember what it was when he was diagnosed. I want to say he was around like a 12 mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And we just gradually kept getting him down, kept getting him down, kept getting him down. I think it was like 10 and nine and eight. Um, it's a struggle now more, but um, he probably, he honeymooned a little bit, but not a whole lot, not for very long and not, not as intense as I hear other people do it, you know. But as far as his interest in, diabetes and meaning I'm assuming, you know, telling you I'm eating something pre bolusing that kind of stuff. Like how long did, was he like an active participant before you ran into the problem? <laughs> um, you know, he was pretty young then. So it was, a, it was a lot easier because he was around me more. So I knew what he was doing. Um, and I did a lot of the food prep and carb counting and things for him and say, okay, this is what we've got. Here's how much we need to take for this. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, That was a couple of years, probably. Eight, eight, nine, 10, he was okay. And then Mm -hmm. did a bell sound, a light go off over his head? Like what was the first indicator? How did it begin? So where I think it starts a little bit is when he, so now he's able to, you know, stay home alone. Um, when he's at school, um, he goes out in the woods and things by himself. He, he does go work a little bit for his grandpa and some other people. Um, 
when when he's not constantly with me is when we run into trouble. <laughs> okay, so it's proximity to you that causes the problem. Basically, even though we have, you know, a G6 and we have our phones and I wear a watch and I text him and I call him and I text him and I call him. <laughs> um yeah, he's just like whatever. So would it surprise I you if I would it surprise you if I told you I don't think that's crazy and that if I wasn't near Arden, I think her A1C would be 10? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> seems like she's a better listener to you. She she listens to me. Our experience. <laughs> right. But she's 16. So uh-huh. that thing could beep in her ear. And if she's busy or disinterested, she's busy or disinterested. Like she doesn't, you know, like if, if you put mm-hmm. Arden with a group of friends and I hear mm-hmm. beep beep, she doesn't go, wait, everyone, my blood sugar has crested a hundred and twenty. I need to act quickly so that I can stop this without using too much <laughs> insulin so that I don't get low later. She doesn't talk like the podcast in her head. She would literally just right. not. She, <laughs> I would, I'd wait a minute or two and call across the room if I was there and say, Hey, you know, did you hear your CGM? And she'd go, I didn't hear it. Or she'd say mine didn't beep. And I'd be like, yours is the one I heard. No, it wasn't. That's pretty yeah. much it. She's 16. She doesn't, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, like in perfect truth, if there was a, a beep that went off every time there was $1,000 in the living room under the sofa, I don't know that she'd get up to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> True. True story. <laughs> you know, beep, beep. Oh, another $1,000 in the living room. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. I get it, but I do think, look, I do think there are kids because they come on here sometimes. And they're mm-hmm. just they're rule followers, and they and so they follow the rules. I think that can get confusing where people are like, "Oh, look, there was a 15 year old boy on. He's very worried about his health." I think mm-hmm. you put that kid in front of anything, set him some rules, and he'd be like, "I have to follow the rules." Briar's just not that kid, like oh, you, no. you know. And I don't I don't <laughs> believe that Arden is either. I I, yeah. I don't believe that most of them are. I don't think most adults are. I say all the time. I just said it to somebody the other day. You give me type 1 diabetes, I'm probably not nearly as good at it for myself as I am for Arden. Yeah. Right? True story. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So the problem I think that people in your situation run into, and my situation and everybody's, is that especially when you're talking about kids, you know, it's easy to say because you hear people say it all the time, but their brains aren't all, they're still kind of jelly. And it's hard to make them care about something. And you don't want to mm-hmm. just scare the living hell out of them because, A, that probably won't help. And it's definitely going to be detrimental in other ways. You know, um, would you say that it's harder on his health or your psyche when he ignores it? I think we're in a tie there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, he seems to be all right. Like, he, he, he likes to run high, you know, that's or he doesn't like it, but. That's his uh, in-game result in this whole thing because he's like, what, I ate? I don't need to get myself any insulin. I'm, I'm cool. Just a push of a button. It's mm. fine. But me, I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. But um, yeah, okay, probably more my psyche. Did you know that you may be eligible for a free 30-day supply of the Omnipod Dash? Hmm? 30 days. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. That's 30 days to try the Omnipod Dash and see what you think. 
You're not locked in. You don't have to love it. You could say, I don't want to do this when it's over. That'd be fine. Or you could just keep going. That'd be fine too. Omnipod Dash is worth taking a look at. And I mean, a free 30 days, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? Now, if you're one of those people who's more inclined to wait for the next big thing, if you're like, oh, I'd like to start on Omnipod, but I'm waiting for whatever they've got coming next. I understand that feeling, but you don't need to do that. Why? Because of the Omnipod promise. And the Omnipod promise is super simple. Here's what it says. You can upgrade to Omnipod's latest technologies for no additional cost as soon as they're available to you and covered by insurance. Terms and conditions apply, and you can find out all the details at omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Super simple to understand, right? You want to get started with the Omnipod, but you heard maybe something's coming and you're like, I'll wait, but you don't have to wait and you don't have to be scared about starting now because of the Omnipod promise. So check it out, omnipod.com forward slash juice box. This part's just for Australians. Australia, the Omnipod Dash insulin management system is coming to you. If you'd like to get in line now to get information, right? Just going to be a place where you're just going to go and fill out a little bit of information so you can stay in the loop. If you want to stay in that loop, omnipod.com forward slash juice box AU forward slash juice box AU omnipod.com forward slash juice box AU. That's just for Australians. So Australians, if you want to find out the details, Omnipod is getting ready to share them and they'd love it if you'd come put your email in so they can find you when the time comes. All right. Now, the next advertiser is an oldie but a goodie. One of the ones you love to love. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dexcom G6. <sighs> you know you want a Dexcom. You know you need to see it. You want to see the blood sugar. Where is it? How fast is it moving? What's it going to do next? What direction is it moving in? These are important, important pieces of information to have. And they help you make great decisions with insulin and carbohydrates. See if your blood sugar is falling or rising. How quickly is it doing that? Is your kid at school and having a little thing? Well, how would you know? It's easy because if they had a Dexcom G6, then they could share their information with you. Actually, with you and anybody you wanted, really. Up to 10 followers, Android or iPhone, could see another person's Dexcom information. Maybe it's not your kid. Maybe it's your loved one, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother. Maybe you just want to share your information with somebody. You can do that with a Dexcom. So get started today. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. There are links in the show notes. There are links at juiceboxpodcast.com where you could just type it in. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox and get going. Find out what your blood sugar is doing, where it's going, so you can make decisions that make sense. All right, so then, then let's figure out the parameters of what we're talking about here. He's not paying attention, and it doesn't listen. And mm -hmm. what is that result for his health? Like, what are you seeing it, literally for A1Cs right now? We were supposed to go in yesterday, and he wasn't feeling well, and I had to 
change our appointment. And I was so excited to tell you what it would might be. But um, so we have not gotten under seven, but we, I did get him down to seven. Um, and I think the last one three months ago was like 7.6 okay. or something okay. like that. So a mid seven um, for a 14 year old kid who's managing on his own, there are going to be plenty of people who hear that and think, wow, he's doing great. And yeah. there's an argument to be made for that for certain. And now mm-hmm. there's an expectation that you have, you know, because it's not 1991 and, and, you know, mm-hmm. seven and a half isn't the, you know, what, what doctors say anymore. And, um, and Ours you have, does. The, I'm like, no, it's not good enough. Uh, your, yours also know how, knows how to take an elk and turn it into a lovely wall hanging. So I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. So, uh, which by the way, I'm just going to come out and say, I don't understand. I don't understand hanging the head of something on a wall. You can understand it. I'm not judging you. I really don't care if you do it. It just, it's not something that I, I can wrap my head around. Um, it's a trophy. Yeah, I know. But we throw trophies out around here. <laughs> like, like I, I won a tournament. <laughs> Great. Right in the garbage. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. My, 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 my wonderment here is since you're not going to change the nature of a person, and of a child, right? Like there's nothing you could do to him or, or with him. I don't believe at the moment, like that instantaneously would turn him into a person who's like, Oh, you know what I ate? I definitely have to bolus. I'm going to check again in an hour. You're not going to be able to make him that person, right? Like instantly. And so Mm -hmm. to me, that puts you right into the long game, you know, and I always think of parenting as a long game. So now you're going to have to come up with a slow step-by-step plan to get him there before college you know mm-hmm. what i mean um if if you think he's gonna leave you and go to college don't cry by the way or maybe <laughs> don't <laughs> no. celebrate i'm not sure how you're gonna respond to that but uh but, but but i think that's always how i've handled arden like i've never mm-hmm. thought that i could just jam everything that i know and care about into her head and she would just take it on as her personality because i don't think she will Mm-hmm. So my goal is to get Arden self-sufficient at a stable, low blood sugar before she leaves. Because Arden talks about going to college in London sometimes. Oh, geez. Yeah. So she's only 16. I don't know where she'll end up going. But when she muses about it, it's New York, London, this school I found, blah, blah, blah. And not one of them sounds like it's close to my house when she's talking about it. So, yeah. So. So part of the groundwork that I laid for that was that I just outright said to her, Arden, I don't know if I can afford to send you to school in London. That bridge, <laughs> that bridge we haven't crossed yet. I, I have to buy Nicole's in-laws place and I need about a mill for that. <laughs> so, um, but seriously, like, I don't know that we can even afford this, but we can't even talk about it or imagine that it might happen if you can't do for yourself what I do for you. Like Mm -hmm. you need to be able to take care of yourself at this level in order for me to bankroll you going anywhere. And that's non-negotiable. Understand that. So that's how I, that's a Scott bribery thing right there. Yeah. Right. I'm just setting stuff up for the future. (laughs) Yeah. You're just playing. Yeah. We, we talk about that. Briar probably won't go to college. He is a a through and through Montana boy. Um, He, he actually, his dream is to be a logger. Um, but we've had the discussion of 
here's the deal, bud. You're going to have to have a really great job with good insurance, you know, and it's a hard pill to swallow, but this is what life is going to be. So we're going to try to help find something and it doesn't have to be computers or anything like that. We can get you maybe in a trade electrician or a millwright or, you know, something where you can work for a company with great insurance. Right. So, and he's a smart kid, man. He's a smart kid. And he is really good at like, he runs equipment. His grandpa has um, an excavator and a skid steer and um, all these things. He's awesome at running equipment. He's driving a dump truck. (laughs) Drives a pickup. He's not supposed to, but (laughs) who's going to stop it? A bear? A snake? I mean, honestly, what do you have? One cop? Is it like, right? The ice. The ice did earlier yeah. <laughs> this year. <laughs> How many? Uh, there's like one cop in Montana, right? You just have to avoid him while you're driving. I wish. Well, I t- wish. Tell Briar the way <laughs> I used to do it. And I used to drive underage in a much more uh, populated place is uh, every time I saw a cop, I would just turn my head the other way so they couldn't see my face. <laughs> so well, Briar uh, looks totally of age to do it. So, oh, okay. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. I definitely did not. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the podcast. So here's as good of a place as any, because I don't think the statue of limitations has got to have been up for a long time. I have been a daily driver of an automobile daily since I was 13 years old. Because we could almost say that about Briar. <laughs> yeah. My dad left my mom. My mom didn't drive. We were screwed. Um, a uh, We took in a border to make some money up. And the border had a car. I guarantee it didn't have insurance. And all of a sudden, it was possible to get groceries in the wintertime. And mm-hmm. I taught myself how to drive. And I taught myself how to drive by getting in a car and driving away. Good for you. Yes. And then the We car- taught Briar how to drive when he was seven. Yeah. I used to watch my dad, like how hard he would press the pedals. And I was like trying to figure it out when I was little. There and you go. I felt like I had it enough. And then I got in this jalopy, went three blocks, stopped at a red light in a, in a rainstorm. It shut off and wouldn't start back up through three red light like cycles. And I was like, all I oh, could no. think was a cop's going to come. A cop's going to come. I got to get this car started. I got it started. I got it started. And I took off. Mm-hmm. I, was thir- <laughs> I was 13. Go look at your 13-year-old kids and wonder wonder if they could handle that. Because I know when my kids were, hell, my son's going to be 21 next month and he's he's not good at doing anything that he's not good at doing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah. but, but anyway, I think that then if that's the situation with Briar, if you feel like he's going to stay local and he's going to work a job and the job's not going to be sitting around for certain. So there's going to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's going to be running a machine or working physically or something like that. Then you just have that same conversation with him. Like, I want you to do what you're going to do. But you have to understand, mm-hmm. as a person who loves you and your mother and all that, I have to set you up to be healthy through your whole life. And mm-hmm. I, if I shove you out the door and you get one of these jobs when you're 18, you can't run around with your blood sugar where it's been. And I actually, let me take a look real quick. I have this thing on the website. It's a calculator and it works backwards and forwards. So if his A1C, thank you to the person who made this for me. If his A1C is 7.6, his average blood sugar is 171. Mm -hmm. And so there's plenty of, I'm assuming he's staying higher in his mind to avoid lows. 
No. No? No. He, uh, so I can keep him pretty steady at 100. Mm -hmm. So his A1C is up there because during the daytime when I'm at work and he's, you know, up to his own devices, he eats and he doesn't give himself insulin for that. And so he's sitting up at 400 for hours. Oh, so this is the... This is the balance of a 400 and a 100. So he's uh-huh. not just not trying as hard as you. He's not trying at yeah, all. At all. Pretty much. Oh, yes. Even with mom calling and texting. Hey, dude, come on. Like, we got to get, we got to get this down. Do this, do that, do this. What do you think you need to do? You know? And he says, yeah. I think I need to hang up the phone and stop listening to you. <laughs> or he just or, doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. Is, is there, <laughs> I have to ask, is part of it his physical size? Does it change when they get bigger than you? A little bit, yeah. And the monster 14-year-old attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's (laughs) it's harder to shout that back down when they get, like, he must feel invincible, I would imagine. How big is he? How Um, tall is he? So he is pushing six foot. I mean, he's very, very close to it and, like, 250 pounds. Holy hell. Yeah, he is a big kid. (laughs) It's got, it's muscle, right? Um, not all of it. Not all he of is it? a little, a little overweight. How the hell is he keeping his weight up being 400 all the time? That's interesting. He just eats a lot. I was going to say he's eating a ton. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. I would think so, but maybe it's because then I get home and I get on it and get his blood sugar down and keep it there. I don't, I don't know. So the idea is that it's a break. I'm imagining if I had him here, he'd tell me this is his break from diabetes. You go to work. He stop. he stops thinking about diabetes for a while. Does he not feel well during that time? Sometimes. um, Actually, the day that you were like, hey, come on the podcast, he got, he did bad. He he had been high for for a couple days in a row and, you know, everything I did, I couldn't get him down, couldn't get, did everything. Ended up with with some ketones. Um, We were able to flush him out, but he felt awful. He's using a pump? That's, yeah, he uses Omnipod. And he's got a CGM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, uh, I mean, it was, he's even like, call my doctor, call my doctor, see what we need to do. So I did, you know, we, we did everything. And I said, you know, this is a natural consequence, bud. Like, do you like to feel this way? You know, I try, I, I've tried really hard, especially after you did that podcast about um, adult T1s saying what their parent, you know, what parents shouldn't do or right. what worked really well. You know, I've kind of backed off a little bit and not yelled at him and things like that. And I said, you know, this is this is what happens when your blood sugar runs this high. You feel awful. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was hoping that would get through to him, but what? Uh, what decade, uh, it did for about a day. <laughs> what decade did physical intimidation stop being a parenting tactic? Was it? This must have been in the eighties, right? Yeah, I'm just joking, but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just remembering how scared I was of my parents, and I don't know what they could have said to me that I wouldn't have been like, "Yes, no problem, I'll take care of it right now." <laughs> yeah, please don't. I'm kill still me. scared of my dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not that that's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's easier, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the moment, long term, obviously, mm-hmm. different problems. But um, okay, so he's got the tools. He's not even oh, using absolutely. them, not even using them yeah. a little bit. Is do you have his alarm set up really high so it's not beeping? No, no, I don't. So, um, I think I have his set at one thirty and mine's at one twenty. So this thing's beeping at him all day long. So he puts it on vibrate. <laughs> okay. 
And I don't think he can feel it, even though if it's in his pocket, you know, when he's at school, it's in his pocket and it's buzzing. And then he's got his dash PDF in his other pocket and it's buzzing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if he can feel it anymore, you know? And I know at school he says, I just don't want to pull it out mom because the other kids will think I'm pulling out my phone. Yeah. And I said, so what? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I don't you care know, what they think. your health is way more important than what they think. Is that, do you think, I know that I've drilled that into Arden's head forever. Like not, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks it matters how you are. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to be healthy. If they can't be accepting of that, they're not friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also a person who tells my kids like, look, you know, as an adult, you might be lucky if you have four really good friends, you know, you're not, yeah. you're not, you're not trying to collect every person you've ever walked into as a close confidant. Um, if you, if you end up with a lot of friends, that's great. But you know, from what I've seen, that's not how life works out. Usually, usually you have a couple of like a close group of people if you're lucky and that's that. Um, I don't know if that was the right thing to tell her or not. Uh, but she definitely doesn't care what other people think about her diabetes. Um, but I also got her younger too. I was able to work it, you know, over time. He has never really cared very much. Like he's all the other kids. Um, most, most of his friends are like from our, our family friends, you know, their kids, they've all grown up together. They're all pretty relatively close in age. They love to like watch him change his pot or put on a new uh, sensor or give himself a shot. They all think it's great. And so he's just like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. You guys want to do it? No. Um, he doesn't really have a whole lot of friends at school, but and he also is one of those kids who doesn't care what people think. He really doesn't. He so, dresses differently than all the rest of the kids do. He's in there with his cowboy boots on and his flannel shirt. And, you know, the rest so, of the kids are like vans and skater pants. And Is that an excuse then? I don't want to pull it out in class because people think it's my phone. That's what he tells me. Yeah, but do you think he's but, just making up that excuse because he doesn't want to pull it out because he doesn't want to be bothered with it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah you can't really listen to them. They're liars, too. The, you know. Yeah, the kids. They just they say anything because they don't want confrontation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't trust the ones that tell the truth all the time, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So he's going to ignore everything that happens around diabetes. It's only okay. It's only under control when you're around him. Uh oh. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Hello. Testing. Hello. I can Hello? hear you. I can, Uh-oh. Hear, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I heard you the whole time. Oh, I couldn't hear you. That's uh, I'm so sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So, so I was just saying that, you know, this is as long as he's not around you, he's going to put no no effort into it. When he's around you, we're keeping around a hundred. I'm assuming the only thing you're doing differently is pre bolusing f- food. Um. Yes. And you know, if if I say, oh, we didn't hit that mark, I'm you know, I'm constantly looking. <laughs> I'm getting alerted, so I'm like. Hey, give me your pump or put in, you know, two units or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm the one painted. Like, I'm the one who has diabetes. <laughs> right. No, no. But but I'm saying his settings, his settings. Are you okay? Yeah, I kicked the sawhorse here. Oh, that, that's fine. You kicked the sawhorse? That makes it so much more authentic. Thank I'm you. I'm sitting. For, where are you sitting? <laughs> I'm sitting in the shop at work. Oh, thank you. I, I I love that you said sawhorse. That's like so authentic. Now people definitely know she's in Montana. Meanwhile, I have a sawhorse at my house, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering this, and I've 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 steadfastly stood behind this for 
quite some time as a parent. There are just times that you need to bribe your kids, right? So my my thought here uh-huh. is, you, yeah. what in my opinion, what you need is for him to consider his meals, pre-bolus them, and eat. Like that alone mm-hmm. would be a huge difference in his life. What mm-hmm. would motivate him? Forget about diabetes for a second. Like what would motivate him to do anything? Clean a bathroom. Mm. Like what? What? You know what I mean? Like where's the line for him? What's he? I'd need? have to buy him a chainsaw. <laughs> okay. See, that was an unexpected answer that again I very much enjoyed, and I'm going to tell you. Like, so here's my thought: How much is a chainsaw? Oh, like four or five hundred dollars. Okay, you have four or five hundred dollars. Not especially, but I could probably save it up. Okay. All right. So here's what we do. I'm getting a calculator out. Be honest. Give me an amount of time you think it would take you to save $500. Um, well, here's my really smart thing I did this year, too. Is I forgot to re-sign us up for our flex money. So, and of course, uh, yesterday I got to order all of his supplies. So it so, might be about um, six months. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, a couple months, probably but, a couple months. But that's what we need. We need a little bit of mm-hmm. time, okay? So let's just let's lie to the kid cuz he lies to you. And and mm-hmm. um, let's let's base our whole relationship around lying and just tell him it's going to take me 6 months to save $500. And mm-hmm. let's imagine that he eats 3 meals a day, right? And, you know, you're like, no, there's seven meals a day. But let's just say five times a day he's bolusing for food. Is that fair? Mm -hmm. Okay. Five times seven times four. 140 times six. All right. So he's going to have to make 840 pre-boluses in the next six months. Right? Now, here's what we do. Here's what we do. How do we do? How do we value the pre-boluses? It doesn't matter how we value them. We take the eight forty. I'm getting to it. All right. So basically, if my math is correct, God bless me. I hope it is because I'm doing it in front of people. <laughs> you give him like a dollar. I don't know. You know, dollar a bolus. Tell him you're going to give him a dollar a pre-bolus or something like that. And so it won't sound like a lot, but tell him this. Here's the game. I'm going to give you a dollar every time you pre-bolus. And once you've done it 500 times, I'm going to buy you the chainsaw. And here's my thinking around that. I really need you to take better care of yourself. I know you don't understand this right now, but if I just disappeared today, you would have serious health problems. And I can't, mm-hmm. live, with, I can't live with that. And trust me, you're going to get to an age where you look back and realize this is not what you should have done. And it's a defining moment in your life. And it's going to color everything that comes forward. You don't realize it right now. I know you're 14. I know you don't understand that when you're 30, you're going to look back on this moment and say, I shouldn't have done that. It's, it's, it was a huge mistake. I wish I could go back because, and I only know that because about a hundred adults have said that on this podcast, you know, I got older, I look back, blah, blah, blah. And it's not something I can teach you right now. Uh, it's a it's a lesson that time is going to teach. The problem is if it takes you too much time to learn it, which it seems at this point that's what's going to happen, it's going to affect mm-hmm. your health, right? So we want to speed mm-hmm. up the process of your maturity around diabetes. 
I am willing to buy you a chainsaw at the end of this if you're if you do what what I'm saying to do. And this is going to lead to a much healthier life. I think you're going to feel way better. You're not going to realize it at first, you know, but you are. It's winter right now. So it's kind of great timing because he's going to be a little more sedentary, right? Like it's not like he's as mm-hmm. active outdoors. This is a perfect time for him to be able to do it. And what is it you're really asking of him? Mm-hmm. A couple of minutes of effort every day so that when spring comes, he owns his own chainsaw like he wants to. Yeah. I'm telling you. I actually you are like fairly that. active in winter, Scott. <laughs> Why? I would go inside. I'd never come out. <laughs> uh, the kids ride um, snowmobiles and um, Briar, he has skied. He doesn't like it. And we're ice, we ice fish all the time. Holy I know you're going to go crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? Why? You got to build like a little like thing outside so you can, and you go inside. No. Of the, you do it right on uh-uh. the, in the open. Yeah. Uh, the people in Wisconsin if don't it's like a, that. If it's a nice day. Yeah. I don't know. The people in Wisconsin don't like that. They build a little fort around the hole in the ice. I think they get a little more wind than we do. Gotcha. Well, that mm-hmm. does make sense, doesn't it? Because they're closer to Canada, <laughs> yeah. and Canada's got to be windy because it's cold. I understand. I only, I only live forty miles from the Canadian border. Seriously? Wait a minute. Yes. Let me draw a little map of the United States in my head. Oh, I do see you up there, and kind of yeah. like the leftish middle part cornerish. Not really. Right there. I see it. Okay, yeah. I see what you're you getting. Got it. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was paying attention in school. Uh, but uh-huh. <laughs> do you think you could make something like that work for him? I think we could definitely give it a try. Would he go we'll for see. it? Um, for a chainsaw? Yeah, probably. Here, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you want to look into my devious mind a little bit, <clears throat> you take a uh, an envelope and you tell him, look, you know, the, way, the reason we have to do it this way is because it's going to take me a little time to save up the money. But if it helps your health, I'm excited for that. And I'm willing to do it. And then take this envelope. And go, I'm going to prepay the first 50 pre-boluses and put a $50 bill in an envelope and then stick it up in a hutch or something like that. And he's going to know you're serious then. And 50 is enough for a 14-year-old kid in Montana. That's going to feel like you put like $1,000 into an envelope and he's going to be really excited. Am I right? Is 50 enough to get this yes, kid jacked up? Right? I, th- I think so. If it's If it's going for that, yeah, I think so. Because I'm saying it could be 20. Just pick a number that's going to make him go, ooh, this lady's serious. And yeah. and go, I'm going to prepay this many, right? And mm-hmm. not only that, because I love you, I'm going to help you this whole time. This whole time. Anytime you ever need help, you text me and say, hey, I'm thinking of eating this. What do you think we should do here? And we're not going to get it mm-hmm. perfect, right? Our first goal is just for not to have big jumps in blood sugars that don't come down. He understands what will happen if you pre us and get the carb counts close. He knows it'll go oh, better yeah. for him. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had many days where I'm with him all day and it's, you know, he might get up to 180 or something for okay. a little while. But um, I'm like, don't you feel so much better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. You know, he'll say. Yeah. Like, See, it's easy. And it's easier if you keep it closer in range. It's easier to take care of and it doesn't take as much effort yeah you know no i think that's a great idea i have to be honest if he was a little older i would have told you to use a girl but this was definitely <laughs> like just be like look i know a girl i'll introduce you to her if but he's too young for that he's not going to care yet or if he cares it's <laughs> creepy and i don't want to be involved so um <laughs> i don't either i'm his mother <laughs> yeah. wait till a girl comes to your house it's like the worst thing that ever happened or a boy depending on their situation um really really not uh 
It's not fun. You're like smiling mm. and you're like, oh, I hate her. <laughs> How is it this? It kind of makes girl? me sick to my stomach. <laughs> oh, it certainly should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until they're older. And then it's a little less sickening. But it, seriously, yeah. though, it, Cole had a friend over recently and I don't think they're going to be. Um, I don't, I, I, it doesn't seem to me like they're going to get together, but I think they both like each other and she left and I was, I said to my wife, I'm like, that one, that one's perfect. How come it's not that one? <laughs> I was like the, cause the one before this one, I, like she's talking I'm just like, oh my God, no, no, not this one. <laughs> like, you don't say anything. You have the same smile on your face, no matter what. You're just like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't make, please don't give me a grandchild with that, with that person. I, don't, <laughs> I just, I don't have it in me to pretend for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I, I can do it now, but I couldn't do it forever, I don't think. Which I'm sure is what Kelly's parents thought when they saw me. I'm imagining. They're like, oh God, not that one. Um, I'm sure that's what we all think. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does that hold any, that holds water for you? Like, I think so, so. So talk me through it a little bit. How's it going to work? Well, let's see. Um, we'll I don't do know our your, best. I, I mean, I, I like. I don't know your day to day, so I don't know exactly. Um, I get up, start getting ready for whatever's going on. I'm, first thing I do is always check a blood sugar. I figure out, okay, how long is it going to be until we eat breakfast? Um, I'll go in and bolus. He's still sleeping usually. Mm-hmm. So I go in and bolus. And for the last while, we've really been low carb in the morning because his body was just crazy. Like, you know, it's the foot on the floor and yeah. all of the that stuff. Um, but this year I was just like, screw it. I am so done cooking eggs and bacon every morning. <laughs> and he's sick of it. And so I just, I just like punch him with insulin basically in the morning right. um, and just hope that he will listen to me if if we miss it and he's at school and i'll be like hey uh you need some more insulin let's please get on it but hasn't quite worked out that well but um so we do that and then he takes a lunch every day and i usually put in hey you got 80 carbs or whatever i just put a little note and sometimes i say please put in please put in please put in your mommy loves you <laughs> do it for me if anything um and sometimes he does Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, and then dinner time usually, if if he's around, I can, I'll say, okay, dinner's going to be done in such and such time. Let's put in for this much and correct this blood sugar or whatever. Um, but a lot of, lately, because he's been so high, he, I'm like, come on, you know, we got to get your blood sugar down. We got to get it down. I haven't been eating dinner until way later trying to get it down hey first. you broke up a little bit but i'm i'm what i got out of it was he's been eating dinner later because you've been working on getting his blood sugar down before he eats because it's been higher is that right mm-hmm. okay yes all right you broke up for a second um, sorry. no no it's not your fault you live again on basically the moon so mm-hmm. yeah. what, what are you gonna do uh, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> there's not a lot of cell towers in montana there's one a little ways down the road here but no. <laughs> <laughs> i drive eight feet and i see a cell tower <laughs> <laughs> they disguise them as trees here. They disguise them as trees. They put like fake Christmas tree lips. Oh, you're breaking up. Uh-huh. They put like fake Christmas tree limbs on them. 
Nicole, you broke up there for a minute, but I, I, I get oh, I'm it. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. Fake Christmas tree. Is lights. it any better? It is, and then it isn't. There's no way to know. So if you if you were in one place with the phone and you're now in another, put it back where it was. Um, so no, I haven't moved. You haven't moved. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Then, if that's true, hold on a second. I'm going to disconnect it and then jump back through the link. Okay, and get back on. Okay. All right. Okay, it's worth a try to do this. Okay, are you there? Yeah, yeah, you sound good. good. Um, I can hear you. Great. Yeah, well, I have a lightning fast fiber optic. Like, I could send you a like an actual car through the internet if I wanted to. But yeah. that's for the <laughs> that's for the podcast. I have I have upload speeds that I don't think anybody uh, normally has. So I. I almost went to so the guy that I work with he has a podcast at, and he has like the fastest internet you can get here in the valley. And I almost said, "Let me go to your house and get on your stuff." Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> but you didn't want to get killed. <laughs> you're, you're like you're like I don't know this guy that well. <laughs> well, no, his kid's home, and he'd be like, "Who is this chick?" Like, <laughs> I got you, mom. It's happening again. <laughs> Ladies are showing up during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so no he's a single dad and oh, he okay. um has a podcast for other single dads he helps uh, fight for them nice uh when when they really need the custody oh, that's cool so, well that's yeah, pretty awesome but you're married right this is a guy there with I you am. does he help yeah, there's a i don't want to get him no. in trouble but is he helping with the diabetes <laughs> stuff at all no um no <laughs> Is that a problem? Like if, if you already had that argument and it's over and I don't want to dredge it back up or. Uh, no, it, it would sure be nice to have a little more help, but um, it's just the way it's been for six years. You know, you could take it's, your lady parts me. and think of them as a chainsaw and probably work <laughs> that out, too. I could do a lot of things with those. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it is a that would work in case you're wondering. I mean, from my perspective, I don't even know you and I've never seen you. And I'm telling you right now, if you teased me along like that, I could probably pretty much do whatever you asked. So, right. uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and anyway, why don't you like, why don't you tell him about the plan? Because it didn't, I can't believe I'm saying this. It, it, because there's a chainsaw involved, he might be interested. And then, <laughs> right, sorry, but that makes sense to me. And um, I know there are things that I'm more interested in when I care about them, and that's sort of how my boy <laughs> brain works. So lay the plan out for him I would, and, and tell him, look, I'm going to need your help a little bit. Like, is he around at times when you're not around? Um, once in a while, yeah. So he works for the railroad, and so he goes um, – 250 miles each direction east and west um from here mm-hmm. overnights and different like i mean his phone re- he's like an on-call I don't, it's hard to explain but so he could go to work at two in the morning he could go to work at two in the afternoon we have like really rarely have any idea ever so it is best that i do it because he's not there for a majority of the time. If if you put him in a <laughs> position where he went to your son and said, "Hey, Briar, look, I, you know, I know you and your mom are talking about this thing, and I, I'm really, I'm very supportive of it, and I just want mm-hmm. you to know, I don't know what I could do to help, but if there's something, let me know. Like, is there any way that Briar could get a bump, like a fatherly bump, like that? You know what I mean? Like, just noticing he cares usually is very helpful. 
Like it's, yeah. it, and, and it, like, and I don't want your, I don't know your husband. Like I don't mean for him to pull him in a room and threaten him. <laughs> Listen to me, <laughs> well, do what your mom says. About this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but literally just like one of those passing, like, Hey, I know you, I, I heard about the thing about the chainsaw. I think it's cool. And just like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think you can do it. Like just one oh, yeah. of those little things. So get him, make him practice, take him in the bedroom, make him say it a bunch of times. So it sounds normal. <laughs> And then send him out into the house and tell him, look, the next time you cruise by him, do that. Like, as I think, mm-hmm. I think that's good for, I I recognize that their kids in some families are raised mainly by one person. And, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they wouldn't like to hear from the other person. It just becomes normal that the parenting doesn't come through them. Maybe, maybe that might snap Briar's attention up. Maybe it'd be like, wow, my dad's aware of this and he seems to care yeah. about it. Like, you know, he might not be conscious a thought, but I'm just trying to give you extra ammunition to, yeah. you know, move them no, along. Any ideas are great because yeah. we're kind of at a loss at this point. No, yeah. and it's a significant thing. You know, you're making me think of a woman I met in Kansas City. No, not Kansas City. Where the hell was I? Maybe it was Kansas City. All right, let's say it was Kansas City because that's where I think I was. And I'm not 100% sure. But I met this person who came up to me and she was a mom, you know, she wasn't like, she wasn't in her fifties. I would put her at like her, maybe her mid forties. And she pulls out this 24 hour graph and shows it to me. And it was horrifying. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a lot like Briars. And yeah. I thought she's going to tell me, I don't know what to do with my blood sugar, you know? And she's like, this is my son. And I was like, Oh, okay. She's following somebody. And then I started like noticing what was going on. But then she started telling me that the kid was like 24 and like you're making me feel like 10 years from now nothing's going to change if something doesn't happen now and yeah. and i know you believe that too it's why you're here trying to talk this through so what she ended up doing was and she was dealing with an older person but i think she started listening to the podcast and then sending like look just download this episode and listen from this spot to this spot and it made enough mm-hmm. sense to her son that he started eventually doing it and and what what we found there was, I think she found that he just didn't believe there was any answer, and so that it was never worth trying. But your son knows it works, so mm-hmm. I think his issue is more his age and his inability to focus or care, probably. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talk about the podcast all the time. I mean, he's listened to a couple episodes, and then he's like, "No, I don't want to do it anymore." Because I'm like, "Did I really want you to listen to this one?" Like, oh, when. It was the little boy's name. Um, I think it would like did plays and things. Yeah. Was it Jonathan. How, I mean, he's awesome. Right. And he was, he's about your you know, son's age at the time you recorded it. And, but he's a yeah. good example though, of somebody who, like I said, I think would have done any, would have, yeah, would have done anything that yeah. he was supposed to do, which is not yeah. a slight on him actually. But I mean, I'm not a rule follower that you guys know mm-hmm. me through the podcast, but the podcast is the only thing I've ever planned out my entire life. Like, I know there are times when I start telling my wife, like, you know, this summer, what I'm going to do on the show. And I know she looks at me like, I can't believe this idiot has a plan for six months from now. Like, because I don't plan anything out I and I don't have diabetes, but yeah. I, I plan out Arden stuff and I think about Arden stuff. I even see, I see how this stuff can happen too. Cause my wife's been working from home now through the pandemic for a while and I see when she gets immersed in her job, she doesn't hear that thing beeping either. Like mm-hmm. there's part of the reason I hear it is because it's part of my 
job description to hear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, mine too. Yeah, it's why you hear it. It's the same thing. It's It fell to you and you're doing it. I mean, I think probably mm-hmm. one of the interesting you know things about the podcast is that I'm a guy, right? So I'm just you're you're sure. I'm not the one you think would be involved in this, generally speaking. Um generally. Yes. Yeah, but I you know, a lot of happenstance, right? I became a stay-at-home dad mm-hmm. at a time where men didn't really do that as much and it just it stuck to me. I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I to be perfectly honest, I don't want to go to work. It scares me. I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> I don't want to have to shave every day. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. So Yes, I uh I got to be a stay-at-home mom when Briar got diagnosed. We decided it would probably be best, you know, because mm-hmm. we were in this world of Oh my God, what just happened? And we have no idea what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, so I got to do that for the last, I just got a job this summer, um, a real nine to five job. Does that <laughs> but, coincide with your problems with Briar or were they happening prior? No. Well, so I was cleaning houses for the last five years, okay. five and a half years. So I was working, but like I was home in time for him to get off the bus and I was there, you know, Okay, you made a run high for the little bit of the afternoon, but I can get you down and then we'll have dinner and stuff. So, but now I don't get home till 530 at night. Gotcha. So it's just I'm a big chunk of the day much, yes. where he's just, and, and it feels, am I right? Just so we can talk through this. It feels like if this was something else, if it was anything, if, you know, it was, I don't know, something crazy, like your 14 year old drinking all day long, you'd punish, <laughs> you'd punish him. But it's because uh-huh. it's around health, it feels like you don't want to cause a bigger problem. Is that right? Yeah. So we've like, I don't want to call it punishing because I've never really like grounded him or anything. But I've told him like, until you can get your blood sugars a little more under control with, and I am here to support you with anything. You call me, you text me, you ask me, whatever. Until that we can get it in a better range, we can't do driver's ed and you can't get a driver's license because I can't trust you out there, you know. But none of that's people. immediate. So he's not he's not he's not having to pay the piper on that while you're saying well, it. Right. Right. But he can do driver's ed right now. Oh, because that's right, because you live in Montana. He's probably allowed to mm-hmm. drive when he's real, yeah. uh, younger. Okay. Um yeah. and so he doesn't care. He cares, but it's not enough care, I don't think. You know, deep down. Yeah, I wish you had. I wish it was possible for you to just buy a car, park it outside, and go. That's your car. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourself, and you can get your license. Uh, that because yeah. that might motivate him. Although, you know, maybe it wouldn't. I. You, you it sounds like you're onto something with the chainsaw idea. You, yeah, you know. I think. What I is think he going to do more. with the chainsaw? By the way, you don't think he's going to kill you with it if, <laughs> for making him no. pre you? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not going to kill me. He might. He might hold it up and scare me. But. <laughs> What a long-term plan. He's like, all right, so all I have to do is pre-bullish for six months. Then I can really shut this lady up. <laughs> yeah. Then he can, then by then maybe he will be in driver's ed and get himself a truck or something. And then he can sell firewood and, and you make can keep even teasing, more money. Right. And start teasing him along with other things that you don't have to pay for. You mm-hmm. know, right. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. That's the, to me, that's the play. You want to motivate mm-hmm. men. It's going to be sports sex money that's pretty much all we have we don't really care about a lot else beyond that and like i said he's too young so for the one thing he doesn't sound like he's into sports so it sounds like he's into being self-sufficient it sounds like he's into the lifestyle around there so you just you know create a 
a yellow brick road in front of him of the things he wants and he can slowly walk through them and get them. I mean, honestly, that's not any great like idea. Like it's nothing revolutionary. I just think it, it, you got to lean into what he wants and, and you got to start it somehow. And it just, I just really think you're smart. (laughs) Well, listen, I feel uncomfortable saying that, but if you want to say it again, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. (laughs) You are very smart, Scott. I'll put that on the t-shirt. too. Oh, Nicole. Thank you. It was so unexpected. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) No, but seriously, like it just, to me that, that makes sense. It's the, there's just a lot of long gaming with parenting in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm right now, I'll tell you, I'm in a 25 year long game with my wife. And I think Mm -hmm. if I get 60 or 70, maybe even a hundred more years, I'm going to get her where I want her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, it's going to take a long time for me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It sounds like you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) The railroad job really does sound like a little boy's dream come true. So, um, probably it isn't yeah, once you do it, but you know, kind of, but because of the way we are here, like a lot of little boys get to do a lot of really cool things, you know, right. like run excavators and drive in the woods and use chainsaws yeah. <laughs> do stuff like that. And, mo- so, and most of that's supported by the state or by tourism. Is that right? Is that where most of the money comes in from? Um, yes, it used to be in timber. Um, but a lot of people think that we don't grow trees here anymore. So they're buying them somewhere else. They have shut our timber industry down. Ah, I see. Um, I mean, not completely, but a lot. So if you come here and you can see, wow, there's no trees. <laughs> there's, there's so many trees. It's not even funny. Gotcha. Like, that's what causes our forest fires and everything. You else. know? Um, yeah. It's the trees don't grow well because there's too many of them because they don't get a lot of sunlight. You know, so I got you. So, so, yeah. so back to my question that I didn't get my answer to because I went off on a silly, Sorry. a silly rant. No, 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 this is my fault. Um, what's he going to use the chainsaw for? Trees. <laughs> to, but to what end? I guess to 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 stack firewood to sell firewood. That kind of an idea. Yeah, yeah. That yep. Pretty right. much. And then like we have a fire pit in our yard, and we go back in the woods and have fires all the time. So hey, you know. Just, yeah. Cut up a couple logs and let's have a fire. So you can even you tell know? him that, like, look, if that's something you want to do, I'll be your first customer. You know what I mean? Like, I'll buy, I'll buy split firewood from you too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of weird though. No, it's not <laughs> for you us don't. to buy. We don't buy wood. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, no, you'll, you'll we pay. also don't have a wood stove in our house. We just have our little fire pit, which we live in the woods, so it's no big deal. You just go get a, go something get and lay it in but, there and set it on fire. Yeah, but there just, are a lot of people here who do buy firewood. Right. You know, so that's it. Well, yeah. So yeah. listen, let's get you this. And then we can, you know, once you get that going, I would make that point. Like, look, once you have done this thing and saved this money up and gotten what you need, you're going to mm-hmm. feel much more differently physically than you think at the moment. Right. You're just going to be in a better like health situation. And then, yeah. you know, no problem. Um, then I'm comfortable with you getting your driver's license. And then mm-hmm. think where that goes. Now you have your driver's license, you have the saw, you've got a little business going for yourself, and you can get going and do the things you want to do. I And I would be clear with them. I want you to do the things you want to do. I mm-hmm. just can't have you driving around in a car with a 400 blood sugar all day. And mm-hmm. I, and I can't, and I can't 
live with the idea that this is your level of health because it's not going to work out in the long term. I'm going to get older and then you're going to be alone having health issues. And I, I can't have that. Like I'm your mom. This is my job. You need to let me do my job. You know, that, that sort of a thing. Yes. That's great. That's where I'm at. Great way to explain it. Yeah. Or I could just yell at him if you want to put him on the podcast at some point. <laughs> I would. I wish he was sitting here with me. <laughs> no, he's, you know what? It's funny. If you got him on this podcast, he'd say four words, right? Mm-hmm. He'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Great. I love it when people are like, can my kid come on? I'm like, mm, can your kid talk? You know, yeah. And everybody's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they all can't. I know you think they can, but they can't. I actually interviewed an 11 year old the other day who was nice. surprisingly good at explaining his story. And uh, I'm going to put it out soon. But um, I can't wait for Arden's episodes to come out. We got the. I'm looking at a box with a microphone in it, so we're getting closer. Good. Yeah, we're trying to get yeah, her. Those this. are the ones that I wanted prior to hear. I'm interested. So. I honestly don't know how they're going to go either. So I'm very interested yeah. in in the the building of them as well. That we're just trying to get Arden through. You know, she just she gets her period twice a month, and it <gasps> oh, poor girl. kicks her. It kicks her ass. Then <laughs> and, and it's not just for like. Like this month is, for example, 11 days with a period, five days off, started back up again. So I am a girl like you are a boy and I understand what poor Arden's going through. It's (laughs) terrible. It just, it wipes her out. uh, It depletes her iron. It, you know, she starts getting achy muscles and joints and everything because she's just constantly losing blood. And Mm -hmm. so we, we, we're six or eight, six or seven weeks into, I think somebody wants to buy a window. Yeah. Yeah. We're six or I was just like, wow, that's the first person that's come in that store in an hour. That's crazy. It's, it's slow. It's wintertime. It's slow. <laughs> uh, but, but um, she's like six or seven weeks into trying like a birth control pill as a way to moderate her periods. And so far mm-hmm. it has not done anything. So, mm. you know, the, the, the doctor's like, this will probably almost completely stop her periods. And we we're like, great. <laughs> and then yeah, doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Hasn't taken it made it like my wife's like, let's get through this next pack and go into the third month. She's like, but, you know, halfway into the third month, if this isn't like if her, her first period of the third pack of pills doesn't at least lessen in time, she's like, I think mm-hmm. we have to assume this isn't working. So mm-hmm. but we're just trying all that. So I don't want to record with her on her like, you know. Her five good days of the month. I'm trying to get her to a spot where she's feeling like herself again, you know? Oh. Yeah. So, and I don't, we don't know what it is. Like, she's been to every, anyone listening, don't bother. We've been to rheumatology. Uh, our, her thyroid is managed to within an inch of its life. Her blood sugars are fantastic. She eats well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, we can't, every, every place she, like, when we went to the rheumatologist, we got out of the car and she goes, This is a waste of time, you know, right? This lady's not going to find anything. And I was oh. like, no, I was like, no, no, wait, we'll find. And we got in there and we walked out and she was like, see, I was like, yeah, I see. <laughs> but we're just, try- so we're trying everything. Um, yeah. That's it. I hope Arden doesn't end up being one of those people who's only happy when they're pregnant because I don't want that many grandchildren. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Yeah. <laughs> True. But um, pregnancy is not all it's cracked up to be, but <laughs> I have to be honest with nice. you. And I mean this with a ton of reverence. Women are get completely screwed by this like nature thing. There's not a lot Absolutely. That's about it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's almost mm-hmm. like there are times that I feel like you want to go down a weird rabbit hole before we, we say goodbye, Nicole. Absolutely. There are times I, <laughs> there are times I feel like that nature 
you know, just the, the, the process of living. Like, I know we think of ourselves differently because we can think and we have thoughts and we have feelings and care about other people, but we're really just machines to make more people, right? And yeah. I feel like women's bodies were designed to, like, make a baby and then start to degrade. And then so they gets you out of the way so that the next baby can make another baby. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and now we've extended our lives, right? Because before, like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. We were dying in our, like, 30s, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. like a nice long life was 42. Like, oh, my God, can you, can you imagine? Bill lived to 42. And, and so now we're stretching this out. And now you poor women are having more children and then living for decades afterwards, you know, and, and you gave away so much of yourself to make those babies, you know? So, yes, I'm pretty sure those babies ate like all my muscles and all my, everything inside of me. My wife sometimes is like, how did my feet get bigger of all the things yeah. that happened? Like, she says, that was cruel, you know, and, yeah. and and Kelly's thyroid like went nuts after she had one of our kids, too. Like, that's when she yeah. had a, like the breakdown of her thyroid situation, which looked like was never going to happen to her. And then it just it ran her over. But it mm-hmm. just it sucks because you are really giving so much of yourself. Like you're the you're so much of the like I joke about my part in it, but my part in it lasted about eleven minutes, and <laughs> that's me bragging. And so, um, <laughs> but after that, like you know, it just so much of the building blocks come, you know, obviously from the mother. It just it seems unfair, and mm-hmm. the long and you don't really feel it till you have a daughter as a as a guy yeah. for me. Like it wasn't till I saw. Like it was one thing to have a girlfriend and then a wife and a mom to be like connected to her. But when you see it <laughs> impact a daughter, it hurts a little bit. So yeah. anyway, you, you guys know. are getting the, and then you have to deal with guys, which I know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I know some decent guys, but most of us are just a mess. So I know <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's my fault, but I, I should not be in a situation where I tell you that in the last couple of years, I really think I started pulling it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I completely understand that. Yeah, I'm a little old for that statement. Mm-hmm. It feels like, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. you have my condolences uh, for your uterus and other parts that uh, you got stuck with. Although I'm sure it's great to be a mom, and you probably get all kinds of like emotional stuff that I don't get. So yeah, here and there, but you can take the uterus, get it rid of it. Doesn't make up for the period <laughs> thing, right? Jesus. Awesome. Like there's not yeah. one better way to indicate that you don't, that you're not pregnant. Like you couldn't just have like an indicator light on your forehead or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it has to be this or like, imagine if it was something else, like, I don't know, uh, you know, your pinky, uh, fingernail turned pink and that meant you weren't pregnant. Like, wouldn't that have been nice? Like who thought this through? No one, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I don't know if there's a God, but if there is, he's a guy because uh-huh. <laughs> because he was like i don't know whatever make them bleed through their vagina for like a week to prove they're not sure. pregnant <laughs> what kind of a fucking thing is that nicole <laughs> i put this whole episode without cursing and then i thought about it's, that and it's, it oh no out. it's good i swear it like a sailor so yeah you know um i would think you would just because you mm-hmm. live in the outdoors and if i lived out where nobody could hear me i don't even know if i'd use connecting words anymore or if i would just <laughs> Yeah, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Was this any but help to you at all? It was. I, and I, like I said, I think you're very smart and you're brilliant. And well, I'm going to try this. I, I, and I, we're going to make it work. I want to know what happens. And seriously, the best thing I can tell you is that you need to be a little chill about it. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
I, I don't know how you get out of this without making sure that he understands that this is for him, that this is for a part of his life that he can't even imagine yet. And you can imagine it because you're there and, you know, and you love him and you care about him. And that's why this is important. You want him to yeah. have a long, healthy, happy life where he's not always thinking about his diabetes. And you can tell him if he knows that you spoke to me, you can tell him that I said there is a place he can get to where he can eat what he wants and his blood sugars do not need to be like that. And it'll mm -hmm. just it'll be a much easier life for him. Um, right. You know, it's so much such a leap to get through that idea, but he can put a few minutes worth of effort throughout the day to save those other 23 and a half hours. And, um, right. and that's it. So, okay. I, I really do. I wish you a ton of luck. And that bell just seemed like a great place to stop. I think, I think it's my, one of my owners. All right. Go. I'll see you later. Uh -oh. It's all good. All right. Thank you, Scott. This was really terrific. Hey, huge thanks to Nicole for coming on the show and having this conversation. I thought it was fantastic. Hopefully you did too. I'd also like to thank Dexcom, makers of the G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, and remind you to go to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box to find out more. And of course, Omnipod. They got a lot going on over there. First of all, the Omnipod promise is alive and well. If you don't know what that is, you got to get back to the ad. And... If you're looking for the possibility of a free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash, well, 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 that might just be waiting for you at omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Head over there and find out if you qualify. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast.